welcome uh, to another episode of A Pastor and His People. I'm Pastor Dave Keene. Today I'm with my wife, Ellen. Hello. 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 Uh, and with Mark and Kim Lukens. Uh, hey guys, how are we doing today? Hi. Good. We're doing good. Uh, well, as we kind of get started, first just, just tell us about yourself. How'd you guys, uh, you know, meet and tell us about your, your family and all those children. Okay. Um, I'm Mark. Uh, my wife, Kim. We're both from Pennsylvania originally. Um, I was born and raised outside of Philadelphia in Bucks County. Um, and Kim was in Montoursville, which is in the middle of the state. Uh, we met at college at Bloomsburg University. Um, kind of met through the um, uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes on campus. Um, so my testimony, I, I was not raised in a Christian home. We never went to church growing up. One of my sisters uh, started going out to youth group at uh, the Baptist church in our town. And she became a Christian and really was on fire right from the get-go and reached out to my brother and I and, and really was witnessing to us, trying to get us to believe. And, and it really didn't click for me until I went to a youth meeting and heard the gospel. And it just really made sense. I understood um, you know, that I was a sinner, understood that Christ died to pay for my sins and he wanted a relationship with me. So when they gave the invitation, I raised my hand and, um, you know, prayed, prayed a prayer of, of, uh, repentance and, and asking him for forgiveness. And I knew right then and there that, that I was changed. So that was, that was, uh, I was about 10 years old, but I knew, um, without a doubt that, that I was, was saved and immediately started reading the word, um, got involved in youth ministry and kind of grew from there. So, Kim, do you want to tell your Yeah, I took, uh, growing up, I had experience going to church. Our family wasn't totally consistent, but for the most part, we went every week. Um, I helped with Bible school and things like that. Um, I knew as much about God as I could, but I didn't understand the whole need for salvation, relationship with Jesus. One thing I remember um, growing up is, he, God did teach me that he's the only one that can be with me at all times because I remember really struggling and going to my best friend and a lady down the street that I like to talk to and all that one time when I was stressed out and nobody was available for me and I remember crying on my bed and, you know God you're the only one that could be with so I had that kind of relationship that's all I knew when I went to college I started going to FCA um the group took me to a Milo and the Forever concert. He's kind of a rocker singer, and um, he gave the gospel, and light bulb went on, and I'm like, yes, this is totally what I need. This is what I want. Stood up and uh, kind of got discipled after that through uh, some ladies at uh, FCA and um, went home from college, and every day had my quiet time. My parents bought me a Bible. Um, they're very supportive of me, or they were very supportive of me uh, reading the Bible and being into um, God and following Him. But um, uh, anyway, yeah. So. so we got married after we graduated. We've got uh, six kids. Our oldest is Katie Thompson. So Katie mm -hmm. and Brian are at Park uh, with their four kids. And then we have uh, four boys and one other daughter. So um, two sons at Sherman College for chiropractic um, training, uh, two at Clemson, and our youngest, Owen, uh, is a senior in high school at um, Nations Fort. Mm -hmm. Well, this is just a question. So we're uh, kind of entering into kind of the, the teenage years with one, and one's kind of on, on the heels. 
you know, you guys have your kids are kind of out of the, out, you know, one left in the teenage years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what maybe advice would you give to uh, parents as they kind of enter in this stage? Hey, here's some, here's some nuts and bolts, some bullets that we would love to kind of um, bullet points we'd love to kind of give to parents that that really helped us in our parenting journey. Yeah, we and we actually were pretty involved in uh, the parenting ministry at um, our former church. So did a lot of did a lot of training, did a lot of teaching. Um, a couple of things that jumped to me. One one example was uh, think of think of your child rearing years as a funnel. So a lot of us want to invert the funnel um, and you know put the the wide end at the beginning and give our kids lots of choices and and allow them you know from the youngest year youngest years to choose everything. Number one, they they may not be equipped to make all those choices. Number two, they kind of get addicted to choice, so they want to always choose. So the thought of opening up that funnel with more choice, more responsibility as they get older. Um, it's easier to expand that as you go than it is to try to rein it in. Um, and the other big thing is teaching times of non-conflict. So, you know, we, we tend to um, react as parents. Um, so if we're training biblical virtues into them when we're not in the middle of a conflict, That's then you perfect. can draw on that and remind them mm-hmm. if you're in a conflict and you're trying to do your teaching there and you haven't built the foundation, there's really no, no relationship or, or no training to draw on. So rather than, even if you're in a conflict, um, try to, try to resolve it, but then come back when you're not in conflict and, and teach those biblical virtues in when you're kind of in a calm place and not in, in trials. Mm-hmm. Good. I feel like we need to have a whole another podcast. <laughs> Are you expanding on that? I would love to hear more. <laughs> I, think, I think I need your help. <laughs> yeah, and I, I may have told you this piece to joke about, you know, the ages of our kids, we would have two weeks that overlap that we'd have five teenagers at once. Yeah. And like, oh, that'd be funny. And, and when we got to that point, uh, things were a little traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, we got through it. And the other thing is you don't have to be afraid, right? God's mm-hmm. faithful. Um, he, the world will set us up to, okay, when they're two, you're going to have bad times or when they're teenagers, you're going to have tough times. It doesn't have to be that mm-hmm. way. So don't believe, you know, what people say. Your, your experience will be different based on the effort and training you put in the relationships you build and just God's faithfulness. So mm-hmm. you don't have to be afraid. Um, and you just want to you know, trust the Lord that he's going to provide. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you guys have uh, six kiddos, um, kind of more grown adults now. Um, and then you uh, got blessed with Owen uh, there at the back end. Um, mm-hmm. And Owen has some, some special needs and maybe what, what could you uh, maybe share about um, some of the challenges and joys of just kind of raising a child with special needs? Uh, he, it's kind of neat. I, we, he has the biggest blessing. And and he has Down syndrome. He so does. That, that he does have Down syndrome. He does love people. He does. Um, so if you see him, say hi. I mean, he just needs that connection and habits. So it's neat in Sunday school. Some people take the time to like say hi to him or talk to him or fist bump him or high five. And he'll, he's really good with that. Um, he'll kind of respond how you are with him. Um, I, I feel like God has really given us a, a great gift in him. Um, you, you talked about, yeah, we only have one teenager left. He's the easiest one, actually, out of all the other kids. He's been the easiest in some respects, and the teenage kind of stuff. Um, 
he's kind of been the glue too. Uh, the kids could get mad at each other, but then they're all, Oh, oh and you know, and, and he kind of, kind of glues us all together, which is, which is neat. And think of the times, you know, in, when you have children, when they're most innocent and most, um, trusting and that's the way he is. So it's, you know, it's really nice to know that we'll have that with him mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, so the things that the world may see as, you know, just a, disability are just God's blessed us and blessed Owen with certain mm-hmm, things that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's got a view of the world that mm-hmm. is special. And a love for, for the Lord too. And his word, uh, Bible verses that he learned when he was like two and three, he still can say, and he says it with joy and songs that he's learned that are scripture. Just, it's just so fun to hear them. Um, when he was in middle school, um, one of the teachers was having a really hard time and Owen quoted a Bible verse and she just started crying because God had given her that verse in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then here he is quoting it and reminding her of it. And, and then, so I just feel like God uses him in different ways. And that's what we've prayed about for his whole life, that God would use him to be a light. And so he's, he's been a joy. Amen. (laughs) Well, now tell us a little bit about uh, your, your, uh, your jobs, vocation. Uh, Mark, what do you do? Sure. Um, I work for Ally Bank. I've been there uh, a little over 20 years, so I'm in technology. So I um, have teams that really support the technology that our call centers use, our contact centers. So uh, for the bank, we do auto lending. We do um, deposit accounts, really traditional bank products. So when people call in or or, um, go to our website and chat with our associates, all the technology that, that we use in those contact centers my teams help to support and upgrade and, and keep modern. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been good. Um, just a, a real solid place to work. Um, and really a lot of believers there, um, you know, a chance to, to lead, um, exercise servant leadership, um, with my team and with my peers. So, um, it's been, it's been, God's been really faithful to us and providing for us and providing a, a, stable workplace mm-hmm. now Kim you, you, I, was, what do you I was a second grade teacher when I graduated college and then we started our family and then I decided to homeschool so I homeschooled and then I subbed in a Christian school um, mainly high school which was pretty cool because I was an elementary school teacher um, and now I just teach on Thursdays three-year-olds um, for a few hours, I try to make the Bible come alive to them, and it's, it's, it's fun. I use some of the things that I teach with Owen to kind of help him remember the stories, so it's it's fun. That's great. Um, yeah. Well, one of the things I've been really encouraged about uh, since you guys have come to Park, really like two things kind of stand out. Uh, one is uh, you really want to kind of use these uh, empty nest years, right? You know, empty nest plus Owen, mm-hmm. right, to really reach out to people, open your home, have hospitality, uh, which I want to talk about here in a second. And then also just your your heart for those who don't know the Lord. It just seems like the Lord has kind of given you opportunities among your neighborhood, among your uh, employees. Hey, listen, these are some folks I really want to reach out to with the gospel. Uh, so maybe mm-hmm. we'd like to talk first with, with uh, hospitality. Um, how do you see the Lord kind of using your home uh, as, a, as a place to do ministry uh, for his name? Yeah, I mean, just... I think Kim's been, you know, spiritually gifted with hospitality, but just in general, I think we just enjoy people, enjoy having people here. Um, and, you know, God's blessed us with 
a bigger house, you know, to have a bunch of kids. And now as they've kind of are moving out or moving on. Mm -hmm. So we've got um, some space where we can bring Mm -hmm. people in. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, I feel like everything we have is the Lord's and if we have, Right, like we have three extra bedrooms, um, so uh, you know, like uh, the Winthrop students. I was thinking if their parents would come to visit and need a place to stay or um, that kind of thing, um, we're we're definitely willing to have um, someone stay in our guest room as needed. Um, I don't know, get togethers. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're, I mean, I, I think we're uh, open. I think generally it's you know, there's the physical side of hospitality, you know a place and food and uh but then just the ability to just have conversations so that that will lead to you know a spiritual conversation so mm-hmm. um you know i think we're very willing to do that i don't know that we're especially gifted in that but um, that's what you know as we as we try to take advantage of opportunities to have people here we want to not just have it as a hangout time and um but to to really make it profitable for for discipleship and for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, you guys love um, people. Uh, that's evident. And um, the Lord has kind of given you kind of eyes, kind of spiritual eyes. Okay, we want to help reach out to people, share the gospel with them, love love them. Um, how, how do you kind of use, um, how, do you, how are you evangelistic in both your home, your neighborhood, work? Maybe some share some stories and maybe some tips that you guys have learned uh, to be more evangelistic in your lives. Uh, I think it starts with praying for opportunity, right? So, you know, asking the Lord, you know, open my eyes to, to needs around me um, and, and really just being willing to step into those opportunities when they come in. And it, and it may not be, you know, someone coming to you with a Bible in their hand saying, can you teach me this book? <laughs> but, you know, being, being tuned into the subtleties of, you know, the spiritual aspects of a conversation, right? So, um, you know, one, one guy that I'm hoping to start meet with, you know, when we talked, it just kind of said, oh, you know, what do you do on the weekends? And then it kind of led into, all right, well, what about church? Do you go to church? And, you know, and that and just, you know, that small step into the spiritual can open up a door and being willing to walk into it and, you know, not be afraid of, of offending people, but just being um, sensitive and, and really listening because I think people – You'll hear right away if people are closed off or if they're open. And if they're open, you you can continue to share because I think everyone um, who's ready spiritually will you'll you'll pick up on that if you're willing to to open the door and, and listen. Mm-hmm. And you can pray for me in that area. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm very strong in that. I feel like um, the the relationships, especially in the neighborhood or anywhere that I go, I I tend to try to meet physical needs or you know things that people like I try to be generous I try to be kind I try to listen I try to let them know that I'm praying for them if there's something that they've shared um and then I feel like God uses that that's kind of how I start but um I have to say even some of the college kids that came over and were sharing their heart and evangelistic styles I was challenged by and I feel like that's an area that God can definitely grow me in and uh, help me with. <laughs> I, I think I have been challenged uh, as a pastor uh, more and more e- to be a better evangelist because of our college students. It just seems like mm-hmm. there's a zeal among them. Yeah, they're and that, amazing. And that zeal has been there. I, I, 
probably for the last six years. And it really mm-hmm. feels like it's one of the reasons why I think our church is evangelistic is because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, is there any kind of like big things the Lord has been teaching you lately? I know that you uh, recently have been going through some, you know, family loss, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just what, what in general has the Lord kind of been pressing on your heart uh, about his, uh, his character, his, his, um, his love? Um, for me, it's really just been, you know, driving me to greater dependence on him, um, you know, just dealing with some anxiety um, through work issues. And then, you know, family, um, you mentioned our, our nephew passed away a few weeks ago. Um, so just really driving that dependence and knowing um, that that it's him that, that we depend on. So right now, you know, you see, you know, the, the change in the in the stock market or the change in people's employment, um, you know, it would be easy to just really panic and, and be worried about it. But I think it's God's for me, God's laid a foundation of, okay, you know, I can trust you. Um, but it, it's not a one once and done. So it's a, you know, seeking him in the morning. It's, um, you know, using the scripture to remind yourself of, um, you know, of his faithfulness. One thing, uh, I, I was just, open up my notebook where I write some things down. So um, Psalm 4.1, answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. Um, just reminding ourselves of the scriptures um, for me, just the ones that I've memorized, but then, you know, being tuned into it as a, as I read the word that, you know, God continues to call out to me with his faithfulness and, and show how he's been faithful to you know, his, his, uh, church throughout the ages, but, um, also reminded me in my life of, of the times where I may have been worried. And, and now, you know, you, you think back about try to remember something that you were really worried about or really anxious about. It's like, it can barely even remember it right. because God took care of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, <laughs> I've been working on just being more diligent in prayer, especially for our kids. Um, I have a very, maybe ADHD brain, and I tend to pray all day long, but, you know, little prayers and just that discipline of really being faithful, of praying for Mark every day and being faithful in the things that, because our kids are in so many different places right now, um, you know, we've seen a prodigal that came home and, um, and it has a godly Christian wife, which is so exciting. And, um, you know, uh, maybe some uh, college students who aren't so serious about the Lord right now and, um, just different stages, struggles again with the special needs and figuring out, you know, getting guardianship and just so different things going on in all different ways in our family. And God just is showing me, you know, how, again, faithful he is and, and how, wow, you know, when we sing those songs at church and I'm crying, it's not because of major things. It's just realizing how awesome God is and how um, needy I am for him and his answers and his ways and walking in those ways. And um, he's, he's stirring that up again in me, which is a good thing. And uh, trying to be faithful and praying, um, being more faithful and praying. Uh, one of the things I love about uh, being a pastor is you get to care for kind of all families. So, 
you know, of course, uh, Katie and, and, and Brian were at our church for a while and getting to know mm -hmm. them and seeing you guys occasionally and now seeing you guys plug in and, you know, join the church. And um, mm -hmm. I was talking to our, our daughter the other day and uh, she was saying how she got a chance to, to, to work with you at Children's Church. And, and she mm -hmm. said, it's just so fun to work with Miss Kim because Miss Kim is like Katie and like Lydia. They're all the same person. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just, I love how that really is just the, the family nature of the church where yeah. we get to really learn, mm -hmm. learn and serve together so um mm -hmm. well, thank you for so much for serving and really being being on this uh podcast but uh, is there anything we could be praying about obviously praying for for those needs you just mentioned kim um guardianship mm -hmm. and your children mm -hmm. yeah um, we're gonna have to go to court uh soon about that so that's a new thing for us yeah. <laughs> so we're a little nervous like i am a little nervous mark doesn't get nervous as much but yeah so yeah i think it's just really you know, as, as we get older, you know, you, you start feeling time passing. So wanting to redeem the time mm -hmm. and, and make the most of it, um, you know, not only with, with our kids and now grandkids, but also, you know, in the church, in the neighborhood. Um, it hit me uh, a couple, like, it's been about a year ago that our, our neighbor moved away. I'm like, man, we lived here six years and I just, it's a missed opportunity, right? He lived next door and now he moved away and, and just felt that was a missed opportunity that I never really had a, a spiritual conversation with them. So mm -hmm. I think just realizing that, that our time is short. So the prayer would be, you know, make us, make us mindful of the time, um, mm -hmm. equip us, you know, we want to be diligent in equipping ourselves with, uh, in prayer and, and in the word and also just, um, you know, taking the opportunities as God provides them. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, let's, uh, let's pray to that end. Uh, Heavenly yeah. Father, we thank you so much uh, for Mark and Kim and uh, for saving them by your grace, God, for allowing them to raise their children in the fear and admission of the Lord. Father, we do pray for all their children and that they would walk faithfully with you. We thank you so much for their care and concern for them. And Lord, they just uh, have given them to you. Uh, they, they, you belong, they belong to you first and foremost. We pray, God, that you and your kindness would would draw them, would would draw, would would draw and woo them by your grace and love and your mercy to help them truly follow you. Father, we pray specifically for this guardianship process with Owen. We pray, God, that you would have favor, uh, sh show favor to Mark and Kim in the process, God, that everything would work out the way you desire. And Father, we pray, uh, Mark's prayer, not only for them, but for ourselves, Lord, that we would redeem the time that we have. Lord, we know that life is a vapor. That's here one minute and gone the next. We wanted to use all our energy and all our time uh, to serve and honor you. So, Father, we thank you so much for this time together, and we, we pray that you would use it uh, to be a blessing to your church um, uh, and to your kingdom. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thanks.